essentially what you are helping is to build a perception right like if if i want to be perceived in a way you come in and you help me execute that with the way i present myself online correct yeah that is correct and once you are building your perception there are four parts of it right um brand as a symbol like what kind of colors fonts logos should come into their minds when they are imagining your brand the second part is a brand as an organization so, yeah, like- hello everyone i'm so excited to have rana with us today and he's a brand mentor uh as i was reading his bio he says he's working with empathic women entrepreneurs or something like that it was so it's so interesting and especially with the branding aspect of the business can you tell us a little bit about yourself your origin story how did you get into brand mentorship and um yeah let's just get from there and then we can go further thanks for having me on your podcast yomi i am so excited to be here and yeah um a bit about myself i'm rana i'm brand mentor and um my origin story is a bit interesting because um i am an engineer basically an electrical engineer and <laughs> so yeah. once yeah well, in between my, my degree i was in third semester i was sitting idle and my dad asked me to do some codes and do something with my life like i was free sitting idle for 3 months so i randomly went to an institute they were offering short courses um i it was a random selection but i enrolled myself into a graphic design course and that's when i discovered that this is something that i want to do for the rest of my life right um and after like but i completed my engineering degree because i didn't oh, want to leave that but right after that i established my own branding consultancy um at first i used to work with a lot of lifestyle and e-commerce brands um for creating their social media content and managing their social media but um the problem with that was i was all only creating content for them just i was just a tool user right i was just creating pretty graphics for them but i felt like i have to add more value in these brands i can add more value right so that's where i started to learn the strategic side of branding and once i started to learn that the, my existing clients used to tell me that you can offer coaching as a standalone service as well so then um i thought what is that niche that i would love to work with when it comes to as a coach and bringing uh, building their brands so um from the start of my career i have been working with a lot of great women entrepreneurs um and it has all been been, been a wonderful experience working with them um every new project is a new challenge so i decided to completely serve um female entrepreneurs um female experts who are led by purpose build strong online brands so that um they can stand out in a saturated market attract more premium clients scale their business and more fun stuff so this is a bit about me yeah but it's it's lovely to hear that you have completed your degree you know that yeah. you went and finished i also finished my law degree and for me it was like 
I just finished it because I started, but and also because of my parents, right? They were like, "Well, yeah. you know, you wasted all your time. You you not at least finish it." So I finished it, and I never worked a day in my profession either. So it's just so funny how we do yeah. things for our parents. Yet we don't care too much about that, right? Yeah, and um, it's also a matter of luck, right? For some people, talent discovery and the passion discovery comes very early in their career, and it's all the natural progression. And for the people like us, um, we get the right thing at the wrong time, but we make it right. So it's like that. It's also a matter of luck. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think determination as well, and and you have to be, you know, brave as well to go yeah. after um, the graphic designs, and then you know, growing yourself out of that into becoming a brand mentor. Um, I really want to clarify this one for the listeners because initially, when we had our conversation, I even I even had this you know problem, and I thought that branding really is just about colors, and you know and you know colors and brand colors logos like that's branding but you kind of told me that's not just that can you tell the listeners what you mean by that yeah so that is the, the general perception right the colors fonts and the visual part the fun part that is all branding while I would like to explain that by that traditional iceberg picture where the tip of an iceberg is on the top of the surface while the real, the foundation, the bigger foundation is at the bottom of surface, right? <clears throat> so when it comes to branding, um, what people see is that tip of the iceberg, which is their logo, fonts, colors, and but they don't see um, the internal work the, that 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 is done before um, going towards the external brand. And that is your mission, vision, purpose, target audience, brand story, your origin story, your brand archetype, your brand DNA, um, finding that competitive advantage um, in the market, how you can stand out as an expert, like um, as a gold brick among other red bricks is your positioning that all comes before you dive into the visual part. So branding is really like shaping the perceptions of people about you. Um, it's how people think, feel, and like, for example, um, if Domi, like a Domi's face comes on social media, what, what would I feel, think, and um, uh, think up and what would I imagine? What is she offering, right? What are mm -hmm. her professional capabilities? These are a set of associations that I would associate with you. And that is branding. That is where branding comes in. So that the way I think about you um, is same as the way you want me to, to think about yourself. It is just that bridging, uh, gap bridging, and that is where the branding comes in. Um, yeah, I, I love that you. I mean, it was so many informations, and there's so many interesting things that you just said. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to go into like everything because your triangle is massive, and I have no idea what's a brand archetype and none of that. But what I have understood is that. Um, Essentially, what you are helping is to build a perception, right? Like if if I want to be perceived in a way, you come in 
and you help me execute that with the way I present myself online, correct? Yeah, that is correct. And once you are building your perception, there are four parts of it, right? Um, brand as a symbol, like what kind of colors, fonts, logos should come into their minds when they are imagining your brand. The second part is a brand as an organization, like what kind of culture should people imagine when they think about your organization, right? What kind of employees, um, how to live, breathe in that organization? What's your company culture? That's where employer branding comes in. So the third part is brand as a product, right? What kind of services, products, uh, should come into their minds when they imagine your brand? And the fourth part, is um, a brand as a person, right? So that is where personal branding comes in. Um, and th so these are like four areas where you shape the perceptions of the people. What people think is only that one area and that is uh, um, brand as a symbol. That is your visual identity. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting. Uh, but what you're saying is that essentially in order for you to determine like all those four, you know, key, key branding pillars, you need to kind of sit down with the person and, and define that, you know, what do I want my culture to be? What do I want my perception to be? Yeah. And that has to be defined. Do you think, and what do you think is the biggest mistake when it comes to branding, especially in your clientele that you see uh, entrepreneurs make? Um. I think the biggest because branding is all about the long term game, right? Mm -hmm. And um, it's like because you are shaping the perception and you can't just shape their perceptions in one day. So people think that it's a short term game. And when they invest in branding, like they can get immediate short term deliverables, but you have to cultivate it by yourself. And you have to live, breathe, your, live and breathe your brand. So thinking it like a short-term game is a really big mistake. So other like biggest mistake that I would consider is jumping straight into the visual part again, mm -hmm. right? Um, having a website. I have seen so many people investing in a logo and um, a website, right? But that is just sitting idle uh, like a Mona Lisa painting and doing nothing in their business. Um, they don't have any idea like how are they going to um, how are they going to convince the strangers that just entered into their world and convert them into excited buyers. They don't have any idea about their customer journey. They are not clear about their functional, emotional, and experiential benefits about the offer, the target audience. Um, and they just jump straight away towards the fun part, which is the website um, and the logo. And then they start complaining, branding people um, that, um, hey, you built a website, but that has not, and done nothing for me in the next, uh, for the last five years. Wow. That's incredible. And um, you were talking about logo website. I think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think any entrepreneur who ever started a business first, tried to figure out a name and then bought the domain name and then started to jump ship on website building and then either designed a logo on Design Hill or had someone on Fiverr 
design logo for them. Like that's how I think. And then they have name and they have website and logo and they are like done, right? So nothing else, but that's like the first, what I see entrepreneurs do all the time. They just grab this ABC name, logo, website, and then just yeah. run with it. Um, yeah, that's very common, honestly. Yeah, and uh, that is also to do something with the employee mindset, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of entrepreneurs are coming from the background where they have been in corporate jobs and they idealize their bosses. They have the fancy offices, they have the secretary, right? And they, they do all the fun stuff and they idealize that. So when they start their own business, they start with doing the things that they idealize about their bosses, getting the nice office, um, getting a nice website, while all they need is getting clear on the target audience, how they are going to convert strangers into buyers, what is their funnel look like, need lead nurturing funnel. And uh, like, even if you are not giving them a 100% bespoke visual experience, you can still work it out at start. Um, in starting, one has to really focus on offer and how they are going to nurture their leads and things like that. But uh, but if you are just investing in a website or logo without investing in foundations first, without clearing, uh, getting clarity on the foundations, then it's just a waste of money. Yeah, it's. I mean, I love that you say that so honestly because. Um, I see like, I don't want to shit on like website builders and web designers, but um, they're not going to dig into like, hey, like, do you have buyers? Like, who do you serve? Like, they're just like, oh, you want this color? Do you like this color? Oh, do you want this image? Do you like this image? Like, they're not really, and I don't know um, the type of web, web designers that you know, or you do as well, but like, I just see them as they're just they just serve what the client likes, you know, the colors, uh, you know, oh yeah, 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 just build some website. Yeah, I like this color or that color, and that's there's nothing deeper than that than just like surface level like looks, right? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You're right. Um, I mean, most of the web designers are like that, um, mm -hmm. and a very few focus on the real part like how that website can actually sell for you right mm -hmm. and uh, your website as a whole it is also a problem at the part of the clients right so they're all uh, always focused on the my macro results like i want my website to bring leads on bed that is their that, that is their mindset right um, mm -hmm. um i they would say i want to make money with facebook ads Right. So they are not focused on the micro results, like what part of their website is not converting. Um, mm -hmm. Is there a problem in the lead magnet? Is there a problem in the landing page? What is the problem within the website, within their branding that can be solved? So I think focusing on the micro problems, both on the branding experts and, and the client side um, is the best way to get um, predictable results. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah thank you so much for sharing that i think um just to ask you this question because i see that very often and maybe you can comment something on that um i see entrepreneurs with no websites zero you know branding 
they just grab their phone or a camera, not even like camera, like a phone. They sit down, they ramble, they put their videos on YouTube. And the only way to connect them is an email address. That's it. There's no, and they are selling at workshops. They are, you know, full, you know, blown private clients. They make so much money and they have none of that. You know, they have no logo, no website, nothing. It's just a phone and themselves, their authentic self, you know, and that's enough for people to connect. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, the methods, the proven methods exist to get predictable results to most of the people, yeah. right? So um, when it, I have, look, I have also seen people like design brand designers building mm -hmm. their six-figure businesses without um, any marketing strategy. They mm -hmm. just started um, posting on social media and that's where they got, started getting inquiries and they are, now they are multi-six-figure multi businesses. But that doesn't mean that marketing doesn't work or Facebook ads doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Same same is the case with branding, right? Mm -hmm. It might be like some person had been putting videos on YouTube and mm -hmm. they got success like that. But that that shouldn't be like, that shouldn't be the proving point that branding doesn't work it is just to get you predictable results i mean just think they did all that without getting clear on their foundations imagine how much money more they could make while building their brand properly so that's the point uh, like they did the thing improperly imagine how far they would go if they do build their brand properly Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that makes perfect sense. But I think what I, I was trying to go with is that um, sometimes when you have your definiteness in you, like the type of person that you are, the type of clientele you want to talk to. So you, because I don't think it's it's like people talking about shit and getting views like the, these people have their foundations, like who they are and yes. who they serve. So I think that's where they're coming from with success. That the reason why they sell out is because they know and they work out the foundations of who they sell, yeah. serve, what they say, um, the way they say it. And then whoever resonates is going to find and share their content. So that is a strong foundation there. But just yeah. like you said, um, branding can enhance results. Yeah. On the contrary, and then maybe you can uh, come here and, and give me your opinion in this one, but you can have, and this is what I see as well, you have the most beautiful branding, you have beautiful, I mean, branding, I mean colors, you know, you have beautiful cover photos, you have amazing website, you know, and yet when I see a video of this person talking, I, she is like reading out a script and I have no idea what she's saying and I have no yeah. idea how this person, you know, have all this fluff yet very little personality, you know? That's also yeah. something I see all the time. Yeah, you're 100% right. Like um, getting clear on the foundations is must. Otherwise, and once you're clear, clear on that, you can get pretty good results um and again uh, if someone's making a pretty clear on the message and and or their overall positioning and target audience they are good at, in one of those four areas which we uh, talked about earlier right which is uh, um brand is a person they might have a strong personal brand 
or um, like a brand as a product, they might have very strong products. So uh, out of these four areas, they already have very two strong areas. That's why they are successful. Um, you already you also said something else. Uh, can you say that again? Yeah. So I was uh, asking you about the opposite. When I see very strong, you know, uh, designs. Uh, websites, beautiful cover images, photos, and I see a person who comes and shows up in in her videos with like reading a script and like a very um, almost like this person have no personality, just reading something out and yeah. like, so much around her that looks beautiful, but she's not it. You know, she's not living up to her brand branding. Yeah. So the point is uh, the you know a very important role of branding people is to increase the perceived value of your product. You know, mm-hmm. you have a strong brand when people are paying you a premium without any objections and people see you as the a, people see you as the only option while there are thousands of other options in your industry, right? You are, they, you are being seen as the only one. But what if your messaging, like you said, that they are just reading the scripts is crappy. You are not adding a dime of value and you are saying that branding, visual branding would amplify your current script. That's gonna not gonna happen if you are, aren't already providing, your content is very surface level. Um, you are just a quote expert, what I say, they're just posting quotes on social media. Mm-hmm. So that's now uh, not how it works, right? You have to be very clear at the value you provide. You have to be damn good at what you do. Then um, visual branding can surely amplify your message and get you greater results. Yeah, that, that's I agree with you on that. Uh, what kind of questions would you ask your clientele when it comes to figuring out their voice? Because, and maybe you can correct me on this as well, but what I see online especially is I see like one person, you know, saying I help X, Y, Z. And like two months later, I do this. And again, like switching and turning and changing their niche every other day, you know, changing who they serve every other day. And there's so much confusion, you know, around what they do. Uh, What is your methodology of finding out um, like questions about them to be able to build a strong branding or perception. So the first is uh, uh, the way I style because there are a lot of industries. Uh, there are a lot of people. Sorry about that. There are a lot of people in in the industry that start with why. Right? There is a general perception. I um, and am not in a hundred percent agreement with that. I start with who all the time. Like getting clear on their target audience, and then we dive into the purpose. And so the first thing is to get clear on who you want to serve, right? Mm-hmm. Um, knowing them better than they know themselves, and then um, finding your transformation statement. And that is the bigger, bigger transformation statement from the point A to point Z. And then uh, once you have that bigger transformation statement, you can just divide that transformation statement into smaller transformations. And those smaller transformations are you, become your offers, 
right mm-hmm. um so this is how i proceed when i am starting my branding projects um there are a lot of like experts who are already clear on their transformations and their offer so we don't dive deep into mm-hmm. that part once if they are clear on that but that's how i would start if people are not clear on the transformation mhm yeah that makes perfect sense thanks so much for sharing that you were mentioning that uh essentially branding is a long term game you know you said it helps you get predictable results um but when you say long term how fast you know they can see results when you have you know came you do your magic you define their goals their audiences everything like how fast do you feel like it takes for them to start seeing or attracting clientele in their in their business so um it also depends on the client the level of action that they are taking to promote and to build their brand right mm-hmm. like my last client was a copywriter because a lot of like uh, the branding transformations are inner as well clients start feeling more confident they start feeling that they are worthy of more high level clients so once i worked with her she wasn't feeling that confident um pitching to big, big podcast as she wanted to pitch to Amy Porterfield as a client um she wasn't feeling confident enough but after like i worked with her on her rebrand for 40 days and revamped her website she started feeling more confident she took the action massive action and within just 2 weeks um she signed a one year contract with Amy Porterfield um she has been featured in some amazing publications so it's all while um there was a coach that i worked with it took for her like 2 to 3 months to promote her offer and sell out her signature program um after working with me so mm-hmm. it is very much dependent on the level of action that clients take after i do branding for them like if if um everything's if they're not working if they're just lying on bed sitting there as uh, i'm thinking that their branding would sell for them that's not going to happen they have to do the work afterward they have mm-hmm. to put in the effort yeah Yeah yeah. No that makes perfect sense. So it depends on the person um yeah. and the level of actions that they take after they done the transformation yeah. with you, right? Um I wanted to ask you about something but I forgotten, I think. Uh during your when you were saying about you know brandings and then the way they have, oh yeah, premium pricing. That's that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. Because you said that if branding is done right, um there will be no objections around the pricing can you elaborate a bit more on that sure um so there's a part of my process where i uh, help my clients identify their brand touch points right from like this is you also know this there are five like stages um awareness interest desire call to action and advocacy right so um i help my clients map their touch points on based on these five stages like for example for awareness um what are the platforms they might be using uh 
if they are using Instagram, what kind of posts they are using, like reels or carousel posts or short form videos, something like that. So we really get clear on that customer journey. Um, and what happened is that before working with me, um, clients are literally working, uh, jumping on the sales calls with strangers who just enter into, into their world, right? Mm -hmm. So if, if you're just going on a road and ask a stranger, hey, this is my world's, world's best offer, buy it, pay 5K for it, they wouldn't do that, right? Online work, a world works in the same way. Strangers don't pay a premium. So during my branding process, I help my clients create the process so that they can really nurture their re leads and their leads are pre-solved, pre-convinced due to the whole pre-experience uh, that they are giving throughout their customer journey. So that is how I eliminate like objections and um, help my clients charge a premium with confidence. Mm -hmm. So essentially to resume what you were saying that it's first getting clear on the journey and yeah. not expecting to sell right away just because you yeah. have an offer, right? And then building that relationship gradually in, in until they get there, right? With their branding, yeah. their messaging and everything. Um, do you think that, because I see it all the time, certain websites and programs when i see um the way the landing page or website is designed you can already tell if it's an expensive program or um if it's a cheap program and that's usually the way it's organized you know if it's like flashy buttons and it looks very salesy like what's your take on that uh, approach to premium like what do you think is um, necessary, not just like nurturing part, but like look wise to look premium to sell premium. Yeah, um, that that has much to do with design and also your brand photography, right? Visuals make a great impression. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of people invest in, in in a website and rely on design while they forget to invest in brand photography. And that's why um, if my clients don't have brand photography during my rebrand process, I make it mandatory for them to invest in brand photography. And it's, you're right, like there are certain websites um, where we land and we feel, oh my God, this expert is really premium. There's no way I'm getting anything like 150 bucks from them, right? Mm -hmm. And they, they are experts, out there who have great websites, they they give the clients an incredible premium experience with the fonts, colors, uh, all the spacing be between the text imagery, and you start feeling like they are like 5K and 10K experts. So mm -hmm. it's all about um, if you're giving someone a Walmart experience, they are gonna pay a Walmart price. If you are giving someone a Herod's or Cardio experience, they are gonna pay a Cardio price. Mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned brand photography. Do you mind just tell us, a listener, what do you mean by brand photography? Yeah, so um, I, be, I would again give you an example of my last yeah. client, right? Mm -hmm. So 
the copywriter that I work with. Uh, so during my rebrand process, um, after brand strategy part, I create a brand direction document so that um, my clients can hand it over to their brand photographer or marketing specialists copywriters and other like specialists so that they have a kind of cohesive appearance on all their touch points. So in that um, brand direction document, I, I also like planned her complete shoot direction, like what kind of patterns can she wear on the shoot? Um, uh, she was scared of smiling, like she wanted to smile, but she said, I don't know if people would take me seriously. I said that smile as hard as you can, and it's my job to take that people should take you seriously, or otherwise you can have your money back. So they had, she had like small insecurities, whether I should wear pink or not. I love pink, but, um, would 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 I be too girly in pink? So that is where the brand direction came in, and I finalized her. I took out her all insecurities and gave her confidence that go with full authenticity and give this direction to photographer and do your thing. So once she did that, she I can see like once she did the shoot. Afterwards, she. I felt the transformation. She was feeling more confident in herself, right? So, yeah, a brand photography also makes two kinds of differences. One is, oh, the one difference is um, it tells you story, your values about your company, about your culture, and then the inner transformation, which is you fe start feeling more confident, more uh, like more you. Mm hmm. That that makes perfect sense. I, I was noting a couple of things that you were saying. Um, I think you should work with men because women, we have a lot of, you know, shit, you know, we're overthinking everything because if your client is like, oh, I don't know, do I, do I look good when I smile? Like, yeah. oh, what do you think if, you know, I wear pink, you know, like yeah. a guy would be like, fuck me, like, just get me out yeah. of this room. Like, they don't care. They're like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? Like, tell me. So I think, women especially they are like overthinking of like oh what, what if i wear this color oh my god what do i what do i think if i wear these shoes like there's so much overcomplication, you know in the process as well as you said lack of confidence as well like yeah i mean it's not comfortable to be on photo shoots i mean unless yeah. you love to be photographed which is like i don't know how many women unless you're a model of course but like it's it's not a comfortable process yeah. but um, but as you were saying that these type of photos, you, you are able to uh, give them directions on like the type of the photos, how they should look. So they fit in the frame of their branding, their, the brand directions that you provide, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, what, what else do you include in this, you know, brand directions? You know, you said colors and fonts, like, how does, how does it look like? It's like a PDF document and then you have everything like this is how the photos should look like or what is it? Um, just uh, walk me through your process, I guess, to establish this direction. Sure. So once we have the strategy dialed down, um, we uh, create two mood board concepts. 
right mm-hmm. so um uh, in those mood, uh, mood boards i get to like portray what like their branding would feel on their overall touch points how would their um logo look like how would their website look like um what kind of fonts would we be using um and i also include like brand keywords which represent their brand right so based uh, from those two mood boards um client can select one mood board right so and now uh, after that mood board stage um me and my client are on the same page and this is what like goes wrong wrong in so many branding uh projects clients and designers are not on the same page because they are not just creating the direction so after mood boards um then i do color palette um typo- typography uh, suit and not just telling them about the fonts but how those fonts are going to be used in their overall applications design applications right um what size are they going to use for headings what size are they going to use for paragraphs and small details like that um so typography and their signature brand pattern like the pattern that they are going to be using on their facebook cover on their profile background um on their website on their clothing everywhere to make them more memorable uh, the last client i worked with her pattern was the green check pattern so she has used that in her clothing um and website and everywhere and we use that check pattern because her brand dna that is your brand distilled in one word was quirky so we wanted her audience to feel a little bit quirky and mm-hmm. professional at the same time so after patrons um i do a complete photography direction um for my clients and yeah that's all that's yeah. what i include in brand direction isn't it i mean it's such a deep work to get to that point because you said you know uh we want them to be memorable so i guess the yeah. goal is to be showing up online as this person that is just standing out and then using you know the quirky side of the person i mean you go so much deeper than just like hey what's your target audience like but yeah. it has to be like how you are going to be perceived in the online space and then that's yeah. very much like a well thought out process it seems to me right yeah and that's a big responsibility and yeah. a lot of marketing people think that um they have nothing to do in building a brand right while i say that marketing people are equally as important as the branding people when it comes to building the brand the branding people create the identity your brand identity like how you want to be perceived what kind of associations do you want people to have and then marketing people really enforce that perception they eliminate mm-hmm. they, they are the protectors of brand identity they eliminate they try to eliminate the bad, bad perceptions and enforce the positive perceptions mm-hmm. yeah that's that's such a that's a lot of work yeah. <laughs> it seems to me um can you tell us the listeners um how they can work with you and um like what are your availabilities 
um, I think you talked about your process already, but like how they can find you and uh, what type of projects are you mainly focusing on right now and how you help them in meet your, I think sure. you're your mentoring as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I am both uh, mentoring experts and also uh, doing done for you branding for them. So um, I have few offers. The first is the shift workshop, which is to help you um, lay the foundations of your brand, um, get clear on your positioning, target audience, competitors, and how you can stand out and things like that. It's a three day workshop. The other one, uh, my signature offer is a 40 day um, rebrand experience, which is stop the scrolls to help you. Um, and it is uh, to help you rebrand and launch your website in 40 days. So it is for uh, women entrepreneurs who are already in two to three years of their business. They have been like, they have validated the offers. They have super successful offers, but um, they, the, the experience is not that great. The, the website is still basic. The branding is still basic. And if you want, I, I have few resources for the audience as well. If the first is the website relaunch checklist, which you can download from my website. I think you would mention the link in the description. And yeah. the second is uh, a expert brand workbook so that you can like, if even if you are not ready to hire me, you can download that workbook and really like see how you can start building a strong, powerful brand. Yeah. So they can either get the the website relaunch uh, checklist, right? Or the expert mm -hmm. brand workbook, workbook yeah. right? Like those are the th two that they can get from you for free. And you were talking about your three-day workshop and the 40-day rebranding. Um, for the three-day workshop, it's the paid workshop that they can come to? Yeah, it's a paid workshop. And for the 40 day, uh, is a 40 day is like the done for you type of thing or like it's consulting or? It's more like done with you slash done for you because mm -hmm. for the first part, first few days, because my clients have to be involved in the mood boarding process, in the brand direction process and the first part, which is the brand strategy process. But uh, then whatever comes next, their website, um, automations, email integrations, that's all done for you. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to put everything in the description. If you guys wanted to reach out to Rana and have your branding redone, if you haven't done any branding before, then just, you know, create it for you. I think that's very important um, what you do. So I'm going to make sure to include that in the description. Is there anything else, Rona, that you think that we should also cover that we haven't talked about and you'd like to talk about? Uh, I think we have pretty much covered it all. Uh, I hope that your audience can uh, take a few nuggets out of this conversation and um, start implementing what we discussed and build a powerful yeah. brand. Yeah, thank you so much for your time and for, for being here. I learned so much. I didn't know there's such depth in this whole branding thing like i didn't know there's so much you know it's it's so well thought out you know process so i might be i might be hitting you up at some point you know to to help me out as well uh but it's incredible so thank you so much for everything and um yeah i'm sure it was helpful for for the audience as well 
and yeah guys if you are listening to this one uh, make sure you check the description for the downloadables from Rana 